Unterscharfuhrer Karl Egersdorf was a member of the feared SS and worked at the Belsen concentration camp where thousands of people died. The British decided to charge him with war crimes. If found guilty, he faced the death penalty. Did they do the right thing? Belsen was a concentration camp and was liberated by the British on the 15th of April 1945. They were appalled by the human tragedy which faced them. 40,000 people racked by disease, malnutrition and famine, and 10,000 bodies lying unburied. The British public, the world, was outraged. They wanted to see someone held to account and punished. A British war crimes investigation team soon went round the camp asking if any of the prisoners could provide evidence which would serve in a prosecution of those responsible. A 21-year-old Greek girl from Salonika, Dora Almale, came forward. She was interviewed through an interpreter, and on the 13th of June she made a sworn signed statement called an affidavit. The relevant part of that affidavit reads as follows. One day in April 1945, whilst at Belsen, I was working in the vegetable store when I saw a Hungarian girl, whose name I do not know, come out of the bread store nearby, carrying a loaf of bread. At this moment, Egersdorf appeared in the street, and at a distance of about six metres from the girl, shouted, What are you doing here? The girl replied, I am hungry, and then started to run away. Egersdorf immediately pulled out his pistol and shot the girl. She fell down and lay still, bleeding from the back of the head where the bullet had penetrated. The bullet had entered in the centre of the back of the head. It would appear that a callous and brutal murder had been committed. Egersdorf was charged that he had conspired with others to commit war crimes against Allied prisoners. It was a curious feature of this court that under the law which it was obliged to use, international law, if a German killed an Allied prisoner it was a war crime, but if he killed a German prisoner, or a prisoner who came from one of the countries forming the Axis, that is, from a country which was allied to Germany, then it was not. Egersdorf was brought before the military court to reply to the charge. Dora Almale had disappeared, in all probability she had gone back to her home in Greece. The evidence against Egersdorf, therefore, was that one flimsy piece of paper with fourteen lines of typescript on it, bearing Almale's signature. It was, the prosecution hoped, his death warrant. There were no witnesses, no other affidavits, nothing. Just that piece of paper. The first problem was a technical one, but a man's life depended on it. The defence argued that Almale's affidavit, the one piece of evidence against Egersdorf, should not be admitted. The alleged murder was of a Hungarian girl, and Hungary was a member of the Axis, and therefore an ally of Germany, not of Britain and the United States. German crimes against its allies were not war crimes, and therefore could not be prosecuted in this court. The prosecution counted that in April 1945, when the shooting was said to have taken place, Hungary had already left the Axis, and indeed it had declared war on Germany on the 31st of December 1944. Because it was fighting with the British and Americans against the Germans, it had therefore to be considered as one of the Western allies, and if that was accepted, then the shooting could have been a war crime. Fair point. But the defence reminded the court that Hungary had been at war with Britain and the United States, and that no peace treaty had been signed, 
and indeed it would not be signed until 1947. Just as no one would claim that Italy was one of the Allies, so, by the same token, it could not be claimed that Hungary was. The court decided to accept the affidavit. Egersdorf then took the witness stand. Under oath, he said that he had been in charge of the food store and that a girl called Dora had worked there. About two days before the arrival of the British, he had dismissed her because she would not work, and he said that he had never shot anyone. And that was the case against Egersdorf. She said he had done it, he said he hadn't. Now one can imagine that working in a food store in a camp where there was insufficient food and people were dying of starvation would be a highly prized job. Being sacked from it, for whatever reason, would have had potentially life-threatening consequences. In other words, Dora Almele had a very good reason to bear ill-will against Egersdorf. One can only wonder whether she thought that she would get her revenge on him by leaving behind a piece of paper which would make his life very uncomfortable. After all, the chance of her ever being found again, let alone of being brought back to face charges of perjury, were almost non-existent. But, given that she did not appear in the witness box, we shall never know more than I have just recounted above. Almele had given similar testimony against another defendant, Hilda Lisowitz, and she was found guilty. Egersdorf's future must have hung on a knife edge, but it was, however, his good fortune to be acquitted. I leave you to discern the factors in the Egersdorf case which merited his acquittal, and those in the Lisowitz case which required her conviction. Perhaps the most striking aspect of this story is the approach of the British authorities. In Britain, the standards applied to the application of the judicial process have consistently been amongst the highest in the world, and yet the prosecution presumably thought that they had a reasonable chance of securing a conviction, and quite possibly a death sentence, on the basis of fourteen lines of typescript, signed by a witness who was not present, and uncorroborated by any other evidence. The evidence against Slobodan Milosevic, the former president of Yugoslavia, by contrast, took two years to present, not two minutes and against that standard a prosecution of Egersdorf would have been considered laughable. Were the prosecutors placed under too great a pressure to secure convictions merely to satisfy British public opinion? You must form your own view. Thank you.